You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome once again to Radio Primavera Sound and welcome to Line Noise, the show that picks apart the threads of electronic music. Today we have a very special guest in Richie Horton, a Canadian producer who has undeniably been one of the most important names in techno over the past three decades for his work as Fuse, Plastic Man and under his own name. Uh, we spoke to him today about Consumed in Key, which is a new collaborative take on the classic Plastic Man album Consumed, uh, made with Chili Gonzalez. We talked about jazz, darkness, shuffling drums, Canada, and the importance of the notes that aren't there. I hope you enjoy it. Well, cool. Look, it's, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you, uh, to speak to you today. Um, and obviously we're talking about Consumed in Key. Um, which is a new interpretation of your 1998 Plastic Man album, Consumed. Um, is interpretation the right word? Reaction to? Remix? How, how do you see it? Yeah, I, I, I don't think remix is. Um, and interpretation maybe is in the right direction, but because we've also brought Chile's work back into the original, I think it's still, yeah, nearly iteration is maybe a better word. Like it's, um, you know, consumed, had to kind of exist before Chile could have something to listen to, to spark his ideas and his inspiration. But, and, 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 and it's, so it's based upon the past, but it really has, in my mind, become something new and its own separate final work. So, you know, I, I, I tend to, and this may not answer or give you a, a perfect word, but I, I, I see consumed as a planet in a, in a universe that was created many years ago. And this new work is, is another planet that has materialized within that, in that same universe there's probably shared dna and meteorites that have crashed into both or you know um but it's um and and, and perhaps they're orbiting each other but they are distinct and whole by themselves it's a very nice way of looking at it it's a lot not nicer way than remix i think yeah i think so yeah yeah re, re, you know remix has some weird connotations for me it's um and and uh, and it's more remix for me. Somehow feels like okay. There's a purpose. We need to make this, make it more danceable, make it better, make it like. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but that's what it feels like for me. And, and this, this work, is just needed to be made because it's a new work. Um, and 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 I don't I I, I don't know it, it. And well, honestly, and remixes sometimes quite often are. There's there is an ulterior, you know, you're trying to reach new people or anyway, like I think Chile, when he heard Consumed, was nearly, he had never done anything like this. I think he was nearly forced to, as he would say, respond in a very deep musical and creative inspiring moment. And that's why I think it's such a, a powerful new work in the end. It's interesting you mentioned remixes because I was looking back over your catalogue 
the other day in preparation. And there are, I might be wrong here, but there are very few remixes of yeah. your work. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it something you shy away from? Well, yes and no. Like, I'm, I think once you put a work out into the public, then as long as that work is, you know, known or accessible and the information who made it when, then it's kind of out of your domain. Like, you know, we live in kind of this pop culture world where everything can kind of be regurgitated and sampled and spun in a different direction. And, you know, although I don't always, you know, uh, um, agree with, with with some things that are done with with old works it, it it's kind of it it has its own life um so 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 saying that i'm so i'm not normally looking for remixes it's like when i finish my thing it's like it's done and if if it needed a remix for a better version to hit the pop charts or for the dance club then maybe it wasn't made for that purpose or maybe I didn't make it correctly. So, so I, I don't know. I, this is probably sounding all over the place. So I see the purpose. I think music should be free, but I'm not out there normally a very few times searching for people to reinterpret work, you know, or asking people, it's like, I've done my work, my job is done. And maybe that's also why consumed in key came to existence because it wasn't my idea. I would have never have actually thought of this. It was Chile's idea. And, and even when I speak to Chile, it wasn't like he was looking to do a project like this. He heard the album and was kind of just, he just felt like he needed to do something. He needed to sit at the piano and that's where this project started. So I think it's so removed from the idea of the typical remix, but also an incredible, um, inspired by moment by Chile to hear something that inspired another musician to create something. From what he said, from what I've read, he, he was almost offended, was scared. I'm not quite sure what is the right word by, by consumed. Yeah, um, he, yeah like Chile, <clears throat> Chile and I didn't have much contact during the whole process. You know, it was actually, um, I think part of the process that allowed the project to come to fruition and for the for the album to come into such a beautiful end state. Chile was really by himself listening to the album, uh, finding his own way to interpret it and finding his own inspiration in the music that was there or in the music that wasn't there. So he 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 did tell me after he felt challenged because it was so reduced and because it was kind of going against some of the musical knowledge or references that he had grown up with and um and that that, that was really interesting and, and an exploration that he kind of had to make personally uh until i showed up later on and, and kind of put the old and the new together in a way that also was a, a new challenge for me so the whole the whole project was challenging for you know his ideals of music and challenging me to actually see what another person would do on, on, on one of my works that I had kind of closed the chapter 25 years ago. What did you think when he first came to you with, with the idea? 
Well, I hated it. Um, but as I just said earlier, I was like, I had to, you know, I, I had to be accepting of my own opinion on, hey, well, this was finished. I put it out there and somebody else has found uh, a reason to reopen that chapter. And I've got to be, um, it's, it's actually partly out of my hands, but luckily because it was chilly and I knew he was very well trained musician, very well renowned in his, in, 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 you know, very well respected. I thought it was a really interesting journey or exploration to go on. Um, yeah, it, it definitely challenged me. I, I, I really wasn't sure, um, but it was unlike any project that I had ever been approached with. And that made it somehow, yeah, um, it was like, it's very strange as we're talking about this. Like, Chile was nearly like, he heard the album, he was, he was nearly forced by something in him to, to, to sit down and play piano. And as much as I wanted to say, keep this chapter closed, I was also felt really compelled to say yes and see where this project took us. And what did you think of the, the finished work? Because you mixed it in the end. That was you said that you, you go ahead and do it, but you wanted to mix the finished thing. So what did you think when when you finally sort of heard the finished work? Well, I, I, I compared to the original demos that Chile had sent me, I was really amazed by how more reduced and refined his final pieces were and how he had really found a beautiful balance in where to add new material and where to actually just leave space for the the original album to kind of still have its own place sonically and it was a real learning process of how to bring them together um, there was 98 revisions of the, the final mix because I had never mixed acoustic instruments. It was a completely new sonic frequency range. Um, and that really challenged me of, of how, how both of our personalities could sit harmonically and harmonious, harmoniously in, in this new piece. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely, I, I love the work, but it was a, it was a challenging mixing process for all of us. Do you listen to your own music much? Well, I, you, I don't listen to all my music. Um, I tend to listen to a couple of my albums, more of the ambient albums, which I kind of leave on in the in, in the house and bubble along. I'm not usually pounding out techno when I'm at home. <laughs> um, so out of my works of the Plastic Man side, this consumed is probably the most heavily on rotation heavily don't, i don't mean that's every day or every week but like out of the albums and you know it, it's definitely the one i would come back to more more so than the other albums 
And how about consumed in, in key? Like what, what kind of circumstances might you put it on? Well, I think, you know, consumed in key, I don't have, have a car, but I would love to listen to consumed in key driving, which is exactly the same as I used to do in Canada and Detroit listening to consumed. Um, so I, you know, it's, um, I, I, you know, I find this is an album, both of them, which although you could feel like they're great albums to put on in the background, they're actually beautiful albums to put and just sink into a chair and kind of live within them as they take you on a journey. One of the very interesting things that Chile said about Consumed, um, which I don't hear particularly, but I'm interested to hear what, what you think, is he compared it to jazz, mm. um, which is not something I would have thought of comparing Consumed to. Do, do, you, do you agree with, with the comparison to jazz? I do, because I wasn't sure if my jazz influences showed up in Consumed, but they were definitely part of the recording process because during 97, 98, if there was two things that were inspiring me, it was Miles Davis listening to his music, reading some biographies about his early work and contemporary art and going to a lot of exhibitions and this visual medium. And, you know, it's, it's always hard when you're in that moment and you're like kind of living and breathing different culture and different inspiration and watching and listening to things while you're in the studio. And I was never quite sure if any of that kind of bubbled up into it. Like, it wasn't like there was real bubbling jazz bass lines or this and that, at least not to my ears and maybe not to yours. But when Chili said in one of our first interviews together that he heard that, and then I explained to him what my mindset was then, he goes, yeah. I get it. I hear it. That's exactly what I heard. So it was really interesting to be brought back to that time of where what I was thinking and feeling and 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 talk to somebody who 25 years later was hearing exactly me at that moment. It was really like like and that I, I don't I don't know if everybody else hears that because like Chile is a incredibly well-versed, well-respected, well-educated musical, you know, in a, I guess even genius of, of what he does in his own style. And perhaps it takes someone who really knows jazz and understands some of those things to hear something that was, there or maybe buried un in underneath all those other inspirations and ideas when I was working on that. I find that very interesting because um, Consumed is a very minimal album um, and jazz tends to have a lot more going on. I mean, not all of it, but, but certainly more than... Yeah, well, that's that's the interesting thing because uh, Chile is, by his own statement, not really into this kind of virtuoso, overdone 
jazz, you know, um, improvisational idea. Um, he's much more into space and, 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 and what I was taking out of jazz or hearing back then was what I was not hearing. I was listening to Miles and, and I was very interested and inspired by when you felt like there was a lot going on, but there wasn't. There was actually things that weren't there anymore and you were nearly hearing things that, 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 that Miles wanted you to hear, but he actually didn't put in. The, the, this idea of space and notes that are missing. And that was very much what Consume was about. You don't hear actually the three or threes or some of the melodies, they're just washed out and they're just the afterthought. So as much as that was what I was trying to do and that's what I thought I was trying to bring in from what I understood about Miles Davis and that type of jazz, you know, I was never sure if that was actually what I was doing or not, or if anybody would ever hear it, but that's really what Chile picked up on. And that's pretty, I think, pretty incredible 25 years later. And that, and, and also that we didn't have that conversation until after it was done. So somehow Chile heard something, somehow I picked up on that, Chile was really serious about this. Like when I heard the first ideas of, of kind of demos, I still wasn't sure, but I knew that Chile was so well-respected and such a great musician. And, and, and here was, this guy had sat down at the piano and, and already created something just because he had to. And, and, and then it came to me and I was like, okay, something's already, it's already, this train has already left the station, you know? Like, I don't even know if I have a decision here. It's going somewhere and it's already on an incredible track. And so let me maybe just sit back and let this train go and maybe play conductor a little bit at the end and, and, and see if we all end up at the same station at the end. And which, which we did, it's, it's actually pretty, well, no, not pretty. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And I, part of what makes this album absolutely beautiful. You say Miles Davis. Were there any particular uh, Miles Davis albums you were listening to at the time? Wow, well, I, I don't even remember. Like some kind of blue and uh, what's the uh, Brit Bitches, Britches, Brew. Yeah, true, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like... Oh, like the real quintessential early Miles Davis, where he was just like on another planet. <laughs> Consumed for me is a very dark album. Um, it feels really, I was listening, I was thinking about it the other day. It feels a bit like uh, you're sort of listening to it down a well or in a cave or something like that. Mm. Is that... Is that a, do you feel the same, the same kind of way? Yeah, like, you know, Consume was filmed, it was recorded in the dead of winter in, in Canada. It was very isolated. So I think there is this kind of iciness, this introverted, um, kind of alone, yeah, dark part like not dark as in necessarily scary but just 
it's it's very it's brooding you know yeah another thing chili said um that he liked about consumed was the fact that the first two tracks have a shuffling rhythm which is still quite unusual in electronic music was that something you did consciously or did the rhythm just kind of come to you i was doing a lot of experimenting when like before getting to consumed because i was in the studio for a couple of months and i'm very much into delays and how they syncopate melodies and and rhythm and so i'm always playing with quite a small amount of particles and always looking for a groove that is infectious and hypnotic and that just takes me and keeps keeps pulling me along and that's what i found when i started recording consumed the first track in consumed contain was the first track i recorded for consumed and consumed the last track was the last track i recorded in the session so it was i i kind of i came upon this place it was and 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 as soon as i got there it was like wow this is this is really beautiful this is interesting this sounds great this turns me on whatever but it was like i knew something i was onto something and i just i just wanted to stay in that place and record as much as possible which i did for about 2 or 3 months and that was consumed it was as much an accident as as a destination that, that i was trying to get to it was as much about the instrumentation and my ideas as it was in the connections of a certain amount of machines that i had been connecting and reconnecting over months in the studio and suddenly we were in a sweet spot where we were all kind of bubbling along and it was just a, a and now i'm saying exactly what i did in, in the interview but it, that was in the video but it was it was just a lack of better words again it was just a beautiful moment in time and those have those kind of moments happen throughout our lives but it's not always that we realize it and at that moment i realized i was somewhere special do you have a favorite of your albums mm. at different moments in my life in different moments in the days i you know um Yeah, it, it, it's like I I I remember consumed, you know, very very specifically, especially as I was recording each track and putting it onto my CD player of my Mazda car and driving actually through the tunnel into Detroit and driving around the highways and freeways of Detroit, listening to the early versions of Consumed. So it was a real. you know i was really living that album when i was was recording it so it is it is a special one among the others but each album kind of comes in and out of phase as you travel through life one interesting um thing i think about consumed about your work in general was um that you were on the very first artificial intelligence compilation that warp did um back in 1992 Two, I don't know. Um, alongside the likes of Altica and Aphex Twin, yeah. And um, since then, your music has gone in. I would say in pretty different directions. Like you probably wouldn't play 
the same kind of night as those two play at that the moment. Yeah. Um, whereas consumed in a way takes me back to that kind of idea of electronic listening music. Um, do you still see a connection with those kind of artists? Well, I, I, I do see a connection, but maybe from that time when we all kind of came up together and we were all experimenting and looking for our own identities, you know? I think with Plastic Man, I still feel connected. Of course, the Houghton personality as a DJ has gone probably a completely a, a different route. Um, but yeah, like it's, um, I don't know if it's the sound of an artist that attracts me to feeling connected to them. You know, I think it's more the mindset and the methodology in the studio. So in that way, I'm as connected to the other crazy geeks who prefer being in their studio than outside as much as ever. <laughs> and one, one, final, one final thing I want to ask, you've been very generous with your time, is you're obviously known for, for very minimal work and consumed was like a key part of that. Do you ever feel the temptation to like bang out something really, really maximal? No, because uh, I can't do it. You know, the I don't do minimal because I think it's cool or, you know, I saw a minimal painting and I was like, oh, how should I do this? Sonically, I think I just gravitated to that. And even in my earlier works by what sounds good to me, you know, it, it like what, how many frequencies and things do I need going on in a piece to feel engaged and excited? And it's actually funny, I'm just in the studio mixing a new Plastic Man song and it's only, it's got about 16 channels, you know, like you can have as many channels as you want. And sometimes I have 30, 40 channels and but you really don't need much to give people some great sounds and some space around those sounds to kind of suck them in. And that's what I love. And that's when my, my that's when my ears start to vibrate in a beautiful way. You know, it's, um, you know, when I hear some type of, you know, even sometimes rap or like hip hop, I'm not really into the commercial vocals and, auto-tune stuff but the beats and space sometimes in hip-hop you know some great hip-hop records hardly have anything and I really like that but if I hear like more traditional music or guitar music or band music when there's a lot more going on it's not that it's bad it's just there's too much going on for me to I just maybe it's my ears maybe it's my brain and 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 I like things which I can kind of understand sonically or visually and kind of just appreciate all the pieces that make up this experience rather than getting confused. <laughs> that sounds kind of funny, but anyway. <laughs> well, I was, I one idea I had that I would love to hear, but it probably never gonna happen was I was thinking what a jazz drummer would be like with consumed. Like sort of reacting to it in that way. Yeah, like, um, I think a, a lot of my music that I do is based upon rhythm. Um, and 
again, mixing this record that I'm doing right now, there's so much frequencies in the low end that potentially that could be a disaster. I yeah. think what works really well with Chili's new undertaking is that he brings a melodic but also rhythmic element to consumed, which plays off of the rhythms that were there and even the melodies that were there, but in a different frequency range that perhaps was empty. And he's inserted this beautiful new, the, these beautiful new phrases where there was nothing. And it's created this new syncopated dance or even kind of conversation between both of us in different frequencies. Well, look, thank you so much for taking the time today. Well, um, yeah, I, I, I hope that was, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's very hard to, you know, sometimes talk about like this work. It's, uh, it's been such a crazy ride and exploration the last months. But uh, like I said, I think uh, uh, it, it's really infused both of our personalities and Chile and I are quite different but somehow this has brought us together both as uh, new friends and in a really interesting new sonic universe. I was going to say that's one of the interesting things about it, that basically before I heard it, I was thinking I couldn't imagine how it was going to sound, like the combination <laughs> yeah. of two things. And then when I heard it, it was like, oh, of course it's going to sound like that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, 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 I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I think... Um, I, you know, I, revisiting an old work or like we talked about earlier, remixing, like things can go really in, in the wrong way. But there was a deep respect from both of our sides from for our work, for us as musicians. And we had no friendship. We had no contact. So it was only by us listening to each other's frequencies that and now allowed us to unite and come together on this album. And that made it really a beautiful sonic musical you know experience or you know and, and and i think that's where it's come from it's come really from our musical hearts and it makes complete sense i think no not not i think i as much as consume made complete sense when i finished the first one when i hear consumed in key it once again makes complete sense as it is <laughs>